Yo, what's good, everyone? Thank you for stepping into the Coach's Box. I'm your host, Coach JP3, joined by Coach Pace and Coach Murph. And welcome to our March Madness mini So, So the tournament is so dope, so great. It never disappoints us. We got to give it its own episode. Why? Because people out here hooping and they deserve their own shine. So we're going to show some love. We're going to walk through uh, the tournaments. Uh, do some talking on the men's side, do some talking on the women's side of the bracket. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll try to figure this thing out because all of our brackets are done. And the way Alabama's looking right now, mine about to really be done, done. So we're going to dive right into the two games that we watched on Thursday night and two of the best games, man. It was so dope. And we'll start with the uh, Michigan State, Kansas State game. And so, fellas, like, I want y'all to talk about uh, your thoughts on the game, standout players, um, and then how Kansas State uh, – and then we'll talk about Kansas State in the next round. Um, so just just your thoughts about the overtime thriller we witnessed. You know what? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me, let me take over real quick, Coach Murph. Wait, but I, I, I'll pass it to you. I just want to say one statement. I just want to start with one statement. Go ahead. Because it's on behalf of both of us, because we both picked Kansas State to win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and take over, sir. <laughs> listen, man. Listen. All I'm gonna say is Marquise Norwell. Mm-hmm. You are him. We have not seen a run with a point guard position since Kimba Walker. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to tell y'all if y'all haven't caught on. Marquise Noel is literally must-see TV. He controls every aspect of the game when it comes to point guard play. If you want to see quintessential point guard play, he's him. Because I promise you, if you would have saw that 20 points, 19 assists, five steals game last night, he had everything in operation, even after he rolled his ankle. If y'all would have seen the game before that, listen, dimes on top of dimes. On top of buckets, on top of buckets. He's not guardable. People think they're guardable because he had a 20-point. He's not guardable. I promise you he's not because he'll get to his spot. He either makes it or misses it. It's a make-or-miss league, as they say, and he's going to make or miss. Uh, Keontae Johnson, very underrated, okay? If you don't know anything about Keontae Johnson's story, his story is legit, all right? And uh, a couple years ago, he almost passed away because he passed out on the court and literally was almost gone. And then he came back two years, two, three years later, and he's putting up buckets. But I'm going to tell you all right now, Kansas State, I'm not going to say they're going to win it all, but that final four, I'm, I'm liking their chances right now because, man, they, they, they special. Michigan State, Tom Izzo always got his team prepared to play in March. I don't care who you are. They might not win it all, but they're going to get to the Elite Eight, Sweet 16, Final Four. You can book it with Tom Izzo's team. So I'm not surprised with Tom Izzo and what they didn't did, but Marquise Noel is the story of the tournament. Now, Coach Pace, did you feel that Michigan State got kind of like enamored by what Noel was doing and it was like throwing off their defense? No, I just think he's a – it's certain players you don't have an answer for. So he could get his own bucket, but he's also – y'all saw the play that everybody enamored with. Like, he threw the lob to, Ke- lob to Keontae. Yeah. 
but it's things that you can't account for. So he threw the lob when it's basically tied and there he's arguing with his coach over there, play play fake arguing, and he throws a lob perfectly to, you know, his player. Like you can't account for those type of plays. Like that you just gotta be a good point guard to know those type of plays. So I don't think Michigan State like they had no answer for Keontae. You could you could stop him from scoring. He only had 20 points. It's not like he went for 27, 29. Yeah, you could stop that, but guess what? He's a playmaker. So he was throwing dime. If you saw all his dimes, 19 out of 19 of his dimes, I'm gonna say 14 or 15 of them was like straight, like, how did you see that? Yeah. So you would so, say like the, the 14 was like playmaking and the, but, the rest yeah. was just kind of like an open pass, just like a you know. Yeah, like he just yeah, it just he just walked into an assist. But the four I would say 13 or 14 of them joints was like, bro, how is he doing this? Like he's a playmaker. This ain't on some Chris Paul type stuff. And y'all know, y'all know Chris Paul's the ultimate playmaker. He was on mm. some Chris Paul last night. Like, bro, I if you it must see TV, Marquise Noel. 58165 or whatever it is. Must see TV. Yeah, I mean, I'm uh I'm in the same boat in terms of the what what happened to to Michigan State is that you literally have one of the the worst matchups ever is that you're facing a a playmaking guy that can score because it's just kind of like Do you you want to cut off cut the head off the snake? I'm like, okay, we're we're going to stop him, but it's just like, well, he he doesn't necessarily have to make his living with scoring points. Like you can stop him from scoring, but he's going to play making abundance. And if you try to cut off the passing lanes, he's just going to give you he's just going to give you buckets or just outsmart you. Like Kansas State, they're just like. Even from the the you know the viral play of him arguing with the coach, it's like they're just having fun. They're they're doing they they got a real nice rhythm and they're clicking like at the right time. You go all the way back to you know round one, you know just strictly talking about Noel, seventeen points, fourteen assists. He follows that up with twenty seven points, nine assists, and then he gives you you twenty nineteen. It's like. <laughs> There's just not much. There's just not much you can do there with that. So, um, I, I definitely didn't expect this run from them. the The only thing when it comes to Noel that I I'm worried about, like even though that he's showing that he's a great talent, um, college talent, I think that that's what it's going to to end at, um. You know, just strictly because of his height being, I think he's like listed as five eight. Um, when you when you get to the league, is not too many not too many short kings in there that that's really making a name for themselves. So he might just be like a, a all time March Madness great if this run continues. But uh, which would be unfortunate because maybe he could do something in the league, but. You know, I doubt that he'll get like the the true opportune chance to to really make a name for himself there. I I hope someone gives him. 
I'm gonna put it like this, bro. Uh, we can, we can, we can make sure, make fun of his height all we want to, but at the end of the day, bro, you gotta give him a chance off the strength that he came in. Crunch time, March Madness is crunch time. I don't care how you look at it. At the end of the day, March Madness is crunch time because it's winter go home. It ain't, ain't no second chances, ain't no half stepping, ain't no nothing. So he came in and Coach Murph listed out his stats. What more do you want? Like, he's 5'8", 165. I get it. He's short, whatever. But if he can play make the way he do and it translates to the big leagues, because at the end of the day, guess what? Nobody plays defense. Sorry to tell you, in 82 games, they're not really playing defense. Okay? They, quote, unquote, attempt to. Uh, But at the end of the day, if you get a bucket put on you, you get a bucket put on you. I say, listen, if you need a backup point guard to make plays and set up things, he's him. So, man, uh, give him a chance at uh, least because this, yeah, is like Kimba esque. Like, we ain't seen nothing like this since Kimba, bro. Yeah, but Kimba ain't five eight. <laughs> he's like six foot. So it's I mean, like maybe even six one. Short. You know they lump all the everybody that's under six foot or five eleven. You know they give Kimba six foot, but it's really he's probably five eleven, five ten. They give everybody the same. Like, oh, he's a short guard. We don't know if he can pan out. All right, give him a chance. If he don't work out, guess what? You tried it, whatever. He's a great backup point guard. But, nah, bro, what he doing is crazy right now. Yeah, it's just like you're when you're entering a league that, you know, big guards is the thing. So, uh, that's why I said I, I, would, I wouldn't be shocked if he get an opportunity. I'm speaking more so that he won't really get the opportunity to make a name for himself because somebody's going to sign him off the strength of, like, just kind of like a show until like, hey, we signed this guy. You know, we we got him on our team just to say that they got him, and then he'll just take that time to, to um. But I, I just don't think that's going to be enough, you know. But uh, you know, breaking news: Bama trash. Listen, all uh, listen. Excuse my French, but they effing lost, bro. I had some cheese on the line. I have Bama winning. What are we doing, bro? I'm 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 tired of this because uh who uh Tennessee Tennessee was a gimme last night. Tennessee absolutely I don't understand how they lost, but from what I heard, they got scored outscored in the second half by 16. Bro, I don't I don't understand what's going on in the tournament, but these guys are out of I just I'm at a loss for words. We're not even yeah, we in fact, yeah, we're not going to cover the Alabama game. That, that's just trash. And Did y'all hear what they started out at, though? Hmm. Bama was six of – was, I think, six of 19, and uh, San Diego State was six of 25. Both playing like trash. But one got it together and the other didn't, apparently. Well, you know what that right. means. Whoever come out, whoever come out of Creighton and, and Princeton, they might take that that take that game. I ain't gonna lie to you. I think I think Creighton Creighton would be San Diego State. You think so? Y'all can y'all can if they get if they get there, I think Creighton can be San Diego State. They too fundamentally sound like Creighton every year. You be sitting there looking there at Creighton like, nah, they ain't about to do this. And then all of a sudden, Creighton get to the Elite Eight, Final Four. And you'd be like, how did Creighton get there? They fundamentally sound. They make shots when they count. Like, they play defense. Like, they do all the little things. And it'd be like, what? 
Now, now, do you think Princeton's going to keep the run going, the Cinderella run? Would I be surprised? No. Yeah, I, I'm. I was about to say I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Um, a it's, small part of me wants to pick them. It's it's just tough because that that Creighton win to me over Baylor was was like kind of impressive to me to see them just flop out or flame out against Princeton. So. Yeah. I just think Creighton, man, Creighton, Creighton, one of them teams you can't like. Since Doug McDermott was there, like seven, eight years ago, you can't look at Creighton and be like, "Oh, that's a dub." Like, no, Creighton's not. No, I'm sorry to tell you guys, but Creighton's no. I just can't. I can't even think about like if I've ever watched a tournament and seen an Ivy League school make it to a, a final four. Right? Like hey, that's wild. If uh Butler can make it, anybody can make because Butler was putting Butler and uh dang there was another team. I forgot. Uh George Mason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made it they made it a couple times too. If there's if there's some teams that can do some things mm-hmm. like them, hey, don't be surprised by Princeton. You just it just got to be their year. That's how I look at it. It just got to be their year. True, true. So that Tennessee game that we talked about, yeah, their defense, Tennessee's defense was absolute garbage in the second half. And, um, you know, whenever you watch these things, you you start to, like, root for certain players that are just, like, balling out. Uh, Noel is definitely one of them. Another guy I like is Samel um, Davis for Florida Atlantic. Yeah, yeah. Number one for Florida Atlantic, he is he's a he's a hooper, and his stats are as gaudy as some of the others. But it's you like, said John L. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I know. Yeah, he's say no more. I'm sorry for interrupting you. I understand. Because <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a, a I'm a I'm a fan because he do every all the little things, but he can get you a bucket. Yes, exactly. And it was the last round, actually, where he really stood out against FDU. So um, when they were playing, there was a time where Florida Atlantic was struggling to score. And then Davis was just like, don't worry about it. I got it. And and they couldn't stop him from getting to the basket. And so then, you know, he comes in and then they play Tennessee. He does the same thing. And, And so he doesn't get large stats every game, but he does everything well, and he's very timely with his contribution. So yeah, fill the stat sheet up. Exactly, he's gonna make a play. He's gonna make a stop on defense. He's gonna hustle and get get that rebound when you need a possession. Like I, I love players like that that can do a little bit of everything really well. Uh, so yeah, shout out Janelle, Janelle Davis uh, from Florida Atlantic. Um, so that leads us to a Florida Atlantic and Kansas State matchup. So these two players that we've just been talking about, they're going for each other. So is who you got? You got the three seed of Kansas State, ninth seed of Florida Atlantic. Is there an upset or Kansas State going to take this a little bit further? I'm going to save the best for last, so Coach Murph. But listen, I'm going I'm to throw my bias in there. All right, John, listen. Marquise, I'm sorry, I said John L. But Marquise Noel gonna put on a show. 
I got Kansas State. I don't know why, but I got Kansas State. I listen. I might be naive, but yeah, give me Kansas State. I like I like Williams though. He he's doing his thing for sure. Yeah. Uh, I I, um, I think I'm gonna go. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go Florida Atlantic with the upset. Um. I, I'm I'm just I don't know, bro. <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs> this is one because like there's just so much parody going on right now, and I'm just like, yeah. I I mean, I I'm just want to as a as a team. I feel like. You know, Florida Atlantic can get it done defensively um, and, and also try to beat them out on the boards to limit the extra opportunities. And, and that's just kind of what I'm leaning on. Because um, I, I know that they're not going to outscore them. <laughs> so uh, they, they got to lock up. They got to lock up. And man, we're about to have another upset here shortly. Cause the the U kicking Houston up and down the court right now. So looks like it's looks like Miami's gonna go to the next round and they're gonna play the winner of Xavier and Texas so quickly. That's a two, two, three verse uh three seed. So y'all got I mean, I'm I'm gonna take over coach uh but with them, I look at it like, all right, Houston didn't have their best player. Everybody forget that Houston don't got their best player. For them to get this far, it was like, it was like normal, but it also was a surprise because they could easily get beat in the first round because they ain't got their best player. Mm-hmm. So I look at it like this, like, ah, uh, like what are we, what are we comparing them to? Are we comparing them to the Houston that had their best player? Or are we comparing them to the Houston that's right now? Because the Houston that's right now, with all due respect, when the competition get better, they're a fold. We saw that with Memphis. Yeah, that's true. Memphis. So it's like what we what we comparing them to, and you know X, Y, and Z. So, am I surprised that they're losing? No. Am I surprised they're getting beat bad? Yes. Right. Right. And so Coach Coach Murph, like the Xavier Texas game, like who you got for that one? Bro, I'm taking Xavier. They're about to light it up. Light it up from behind the arc. Let's just, go! Coach Murph. Hey, Coach Murph, we ride with Coach Murph. I don't care what nobody say. Listen, <laughs> y'all listen to this podcast. F listen, I I'm not gonna lie to you, but forget you. <laughs> but I mean it's crazy. <laughs> Respectfully, but listen, my man says Xavier about to win. Hey, Coach Murph, I just want to agree. I respect your decision, buddy. Take off. Yeah, I just feel as though that they just have, they just have more scoring threats, um, and that they're just going to outscore them. Um, just, I don't know. I'm. 
like Texas, I'm never like in awe about them. I mean, I I low key thought they would lose to Penn State, but um, you know, Texas is just one of those teams that they they're just slipping through the cracks. But I think they they're they're about to get exposed real quick. Like I, I think it's going to be a a double digit, a double digit win by Xavier. Mm, that that would be a huge statement, huge statement. Um, but you know they're an Ohio team, and so I don't. The Ohio team. All I hear is a W. A W. Yeah. A w. Yeah. Hey. Win, loser, listen, win, draw, win in overtime. That's all Just that's ball. okay. Cause Just guess ball. what? We're winning. There it is. As long as they win, I don't care. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to talk about Texas. I agree, with Coach Murph. Whatever he just said, I'm rolling with it. There it is. There it is. Who else won? Gonzaga in a in a really good game against UCLA. I thought you said UCLA had it there at the end. And uh, my dude pulled up from the 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 S in March Madness. And <laughs> I was like, "Yo, like I didn't I, I didn't expect him to shoot from there." And I know the defense didn't expect him to shoot from there either. I thought he was gonna try to take somebody off the dribble and get just get a bucket. This dude pulled up from the S, like, "Yo." Um, so that was that was a great game. My boy Timmy Timmy did his thing. <laughs> uh, it is just weird, like he don't. He don't play like Jokic, but he plays like Jokic, if you get what I mean. I'm not saying, like, it's because he's not, like, super athletic, but he just knows how to how to move and, and get a defender off balance just enough to score, right? So um, he needs to work on his free throws, though, because he almost blew it because he missed two free throws there down the stretch. Because uh, I think he's, like, a 60-something maybe percent free throw shooter. He wanted to do better than that, especially if he's trying to try to get to the league. But um, that means that they're playing UConn, and UConn. I didn't expect them to make it this far. I just thought I I didn't think they were like going to be that legit, but they are. They're they're hooping. Um, and so UConn versus Gonzaga. Who y'all got? Gonzaga. They they show they just got so much heart, man. They and they showed a lot in that in that matchup. Um, to kind of kind of pull away. Um, they just they're just fearless, fearless. They are. So I I think that probably Shout were out. a bit of my. my hey, Coach Murph, I'm gonna give you your flowers. You're on a <laughs> you're on a roll tonight, buddy. <laughs> you're on a roll tonight, buddy. Uh, yeah. like Fred Taylor on on the pivot. That's right. my whole intention right now. You're on a roll tonight, buddy. Keep spit, keep spitting to the fans. Yeah, like I and also like UConn. I think they pretty much had one of the the easiest routes to get here. Um, they really haven't had to face anybody. Um, and we know that it's you know March Madness and anything can happen, but competition does matter. And um, you know beating, you know, St. Mary's and, and Arkansas and Iona, like, we, we just went toe-to-toe with UCLA, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who was also probably one of the favorites 
for for a lot of people to make it to the final four. Yeah, nah, that's true. That's true. I was surprised that they beat Arkansas so handedly. Like that game wasn't even close. Like, yeah, but you know, now it's time for them to face some real competition. No offense, but you know, no, nah, you're right. This is their biggest test of the term. I wholeheartedly agree with you. Yeah, we're gonna see. We're gonna see there. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's it just gets better every day. Every day, favorite time of year. And Coach Murphy and I were talking right before the show. Shout out YouTube TV for having the uh, <laughs> you know, so we can watch multiple games at the same time. Appreciate that. Please keep that as part of your package. Uh, so it's just beautiful to be able to watch all the games at once because uh, you don't want to miss a minute. You don't want to miss, miss a minute of this. So we're going to switch sides real quick to the women's bracket. And really, we're just going to touch on a few matchups here that um, we think. And I, I'll let Coach Pace go first because this is one of his favorite players, Caitlin Clark. How far do you think she's going to be able to take Iowa? Okay, so she's my 1B because Zaya Cook <laughs> is from Toledo. Uh-huh. And I know her grandmother who used to babysit me back in the day. What? So Zaya oh, Cook is no family key. ties. Yeah, it's family ties. Like I, her grandmother, I ain't going to talk about her, but that's, that's yeah, that's my dog. Like, been babysitting me since I was probably two years old. Wow. Yeah, so but Zaya Zaya's my number one, one A. Kaylin Clark is a full blown bucket. If you haven't turned into the Kaylin Clark show, listen, you don't like basketball. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. She's she's completely different. Completely different. She's basically like golly, uh James Harden when he was getting all them triple-doubles. And we was loving it. That's basically her equivalent. But, nah, she actually wins. But neither here nor there. Caitlin Clark, I don't see her. What are they at? Because, we you know, we don't cover them a lot. Yeah, so they're playing Colorado right now, and they're up by 12 with about seven minutes left. <laughs> And they are going to play the winner of Ole Miss and Louisville. Ole Miss just upset Stanford. Yeah, I was about to follow up with that. Like, bro, that game. I don't know. I, what, I don't what, know because I've been struggling. They yeah, were struggling. Like, whew. oh boy, nobody could hit a shot. Okay, so I look at it like this: It's the Caitlin Clark show in the Final Four. Whatever she does after that, because she's getting to the Final Four. Like, without a doubt. I believe she's getting to the Final Four. So, it's Caitlin Clark against whoever's in the Final Four matchup with her. So, I don't know if they're going to win, but, yeah, she's going to the Final Four. She's that great. Yeah. Yeah, she is. Uh, Coach Murph, what are your thoughts on the Ole Miss-Louisville matchup? Do you think Ole Miss is going to uh, make another upset, uh, or is Louisville going to move on to the next round and play Iowa? Okay. I I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go. Lou, I'm gonna have to go Louisville. I just feel like Ole Miss. 
that that was kind of a, a fluke. Like forty nine points from Stanford. Mm-hmm. Like, come on now. That 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 just seems unreal. So I I think they just caught them on a really bad night. Um. So I mean, yeah, I think it's a no. It's pretty much a no brainer. I think Louisville is the better team. Um, because even though that that matchup against um Stanford is technically an upset, but it's like the the team was just off <laughs> at the end of the day. It wasn't a it, it wasn't an impressive upset. Um, it was just impressive in terms of the seeding, but like in watching the game, it was just kind of like, yeah, I mean, they won, but I mean, they were trash too. They just wasn't as bad. Yeah, the thing about so, so I watched part of that game, and I will say, Stanford, yes, they were off, but Ole Miss was making it an ugly game for them. An ugly game, like just being like out physical, uh, physically playing them, making shots difficult. And then you had on top of that the shots that they normally make, they were already off. I but one of my favorite players is Haley Van Lit uh for Louisville. Like, don't let those pigtails fool you. Like, she a hooper. <laughs> hooper. Did they watch her high school highlights? Okay. Mm, crazy. <laughs> they didn't. They must not know. They, they must know. not they know. They know, Coach Payne. They know. She's a hooper. Now I think Louisville's gonna win. And be Ole Miss, um, and I shouldn't speak too far ahead of time. There is still time left in the Iowa-Colorado game, but I think I was going to take that. And Iowa got that online. I want to see Louisville versus Iowa because I want to see that matchup. If Ole Miss does find a way to beat Louisville, though, they might be able to take Caitlin Clark out. And I say that because Iowa struggled versus Georgia in the last game, and Georgia was extremely physical with them all over them on the defensive end. And they got Iowa complaining to the refs a bunch. Like, they were frustrated. I've never seen Caitlin Clark and her teammates so frustrated before. And so if Ole Miss could bring that ugly game that they brought to Stanford to Iowa, they have a chance because they could keep the score down that way. So I'll be hey, that, that shakes out. I'm going to throw this in here. You know who's their kryptonite? Somebody called Angel Reese. Woo, LSU. Hey, hey, she's different. I don't know what hey, I don't know what what she done, but uh listen, that I she had I think she had let me let me get it right. If I could tell y'all she had 17 and 12 in a last win. Yeah. Three sixteen yeah. win. 17 and 12. And that's on a bad night. Yes, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now they about to play uh shout out to the U, by the way, having their men's and women's team making it deep into the tournament. Uh do you do you think Angels uh you think the Miami Florida's gonna upset LSU? You think Angel Reese and company got it taken care of? LSU got it taken care of. Okay. LSU got it taken care of. Angel <laughs> Reese different. The 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 U is about to end on for, for both. Uh, the men's and and women's real soon. Now, because we all have ties to Ohio, it 
I'm proud to say Ohio State women's team is out here hooping. Uh, and they play UConn. Do you think OSU is going to pull off that? I know it's just one seat away, but do you think they're going to pull off the upset there against Gino Oriana and, and UConn? Uh, That's a tough uh, Gino, uh, hey, Gino ain't been hitting as of lately. So, like, anything is possible because Gino, I ain't gonna lie to you, Gino been struggling this year. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm up in the air about it. I, I'm a roll with, I'm a roll with the squad. I'm a run with Ohio State. But I, I wouldn't say that I'm completely confident in it. But I, I think this is going – it's kind of like a pick em game, to be honest. So I would feel much more comfortable about UConn if – and I I know her last name is Bukers, but I call her Paige Buckets was playing, then I would definitely pick UConn. Definitely pick UConn. But – I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the home squad, OSU. Paige, Paige not playing. I don't think so. Oh, that's a that's a big that's a big loss. Like I don't understand. I don't think people understand how big of a loss that is. Because she's still she's still doing rehab now. Az Fudd is playing and has been playing well, uh, but but Paige isn't playing. OSU, you know, OSU women's is wishy-washy, though. They're, they're how you thinking they're the best team in the country, and then all of a sudden they hit the how you thinking they're the 15th or 20th team in the country. Yeah, at least we know with the men's – our men's basketball team that they let us know yeah. during the regular season. Yeah, they're a first-half part of the season team, and then after that they kind of wean off. Yeah, yeah. And, and yes, because because Paige tore her ACL, so she's out for the entire season. I thought they might, I thought she might be able to return at some point in the tournament, but now nah, she's uh, she gonna be out till next year. Uh, but yeah, the one, yeah, and we almost lost to North Carolina, and that was that was a that was a crazy game right there too. But um, yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna roll with OSU on that one. Um, and then so they're gonna play. The winner, so if OSU does win, they're gonna play the winner of Tennessee, Virginia Tech. Now, who do y'all got in that one? Um, Virginia Tech. They I mean, I outside of you know round one against Chattanooga, they pretty much been like well, I mean, they only had the one game against uh, South Dakota State, but I just feel as though that they're they they they're more consistent than Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee is, uh, and I've seen that all through, like the the regular season. Um, and and Tennessee can put up. I mean, Tennessee could put put up some some points, but um, I think Virginia Tech is just a more well rounded team. Yeah. I, I'm gonna go Tennessee with an upset here. I haven't. I don't know if I picked the upset yet. I'm gonna go with that one as as, as my upset. Now you picked up you. That was an upset. Oh, that is upset. All right, so I got two upset. I got two upset. <laughs> I, agree with, I agree with Tennessee. Yeah, I think I think they might make it through the next round. Now I assume we all got South Carolina, Carolina beat UCLA. 
So we buy a landslide. Bro, South Carolina winning the final. Hey, shout out to Zaya Cook, man. Listen, we see you in the draft. She hooped. (laughs) She hooped. Hey. She was she was literally like that in high school. Like ain't ain't nothing changed. Because literally, I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought her up because a lot of people when they think of South Carolina, of course they're going to think about Don Staley and her excellent coaching job. Usually, the next person they think about might be Aaliyah Boston. And oh, by far, by far, right? Because she a hooper too. Like Aaliyah, Aaliyah gets buckets, and, and so sometimes Zaya Cook gets overlooked because of that, though. And but man. I, you need a, hey, all I know is you need a bucket. Who you going to? You need you need an integral bucket. It's gonna be a Lee Boston or Zaya Cook. Eagle Sorry to tell you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and listen, shout out to Toledo, man. We got we got some good coming out of there. That's all I can say. So she's a good playmaker too. So I like I like the ball in her hands in the last minutes to make a decision. To either get a bucket or get somebody an open look. So she's a good decision maker. And the, the last game we'll cover, of course, we got Notre Dame and Maryland, who will play South Carolina. We're all anticipating. You got Notre Dame or Maryland making it through. I'm going to let y'all take this over because I have no idea. I'm going off the strength of uh, Jay Nivey. So I'm gonna say Notre Dame. I don't got no <laughs> other reason outside of that. I'm gonna say I like Jay Ivey. I like I know his mom. She coached Notre Dame. You know so everybody. Dang. I don't know, no, no, no. I don't know everybody. Now, yeah, you know his mom because she babysits you too. Your your parents just ain't want nothing to do with you, clearly. You know what? You want something right there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you might be on to something right there, buddy. Uh, hey, make sure, make sure auntie and um don't listen to this. To this, part. you know, I you know, what's crazy. My friend for like twenty years is playing overseas right now, and I didn't even know if unless it was for him. So what did I tell you about my parents? Because <laughs> we was locked in since we was like four years old. What did I tell you about my parents? Mm. Hey, you about to turn this show into Dr. Phil. Hey. Uh, well, I ain't gonna say Dr. Phil, but Mari. 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 Please don't run that <laughs> Nah. Oh, man. man. Y'all wildin', man. I love y'all. But um, <laughs> that took a sharp left, didn't it? Though, like, yeah, I know. It, I I took like a yeah a, a little left, and then he just he just sharpened it a, a, a lot more. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> love you, Coach Page. You're amazing. You're amazing. But um, so we go around. That's our thoughts on the tur- tournament, uh, men's and women's sides. I just want to see good basketball either way. Um, now- hey, I'm gonna just let y'all know. I'm gonna let y'all have it. When Tennessee loses, okay, that's fair. That's fair. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Risk take. That's all. Um, but yeah, so Coach Mer, Coach Pace, tell us how we gonna spend our money this weekend. Oh, all right. Listen, first things first. We already talked about it earlier. I got Gonzaga beating UConn. Um, tomorrow. He beat the Nets because my boy Jimmy Butler is on one. And 
The third one, I got Trey Murphy hitting his over on points, 14 and a half, because without no PG, that's a defender uh, that that's uh, not no longer in the lineup. So he'll uh, have a lot more free reign around in there. All right, let me let me look at my card. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I don't remember my card, but it is okay. All right, so we got Kansas State tomorrow night. Lock, tune in, okay? Um, if y'all want to see a show, Marquise Norwell. I'm advertising it. He ain't got to pay me no promotion, no nothing. Marquise Norwell. You're going to get blessed with great point guard play and game control. All right. CP3S. All right. I got Kansas State money line. All right. Tomorrow, I got Gonzaga money line. All right. They're down. I don't know how they're underdogs because Gonzaga is one of the perennial teams when it comes to March Madness. They're down against Connecticut. Drew Timmy. Drew Timmy is one of them guys. I don't know if you got hey, if you want to see great big men, if your son is over six four, tune in to Drew Timmy. You you'll understand why. And then I got OKC versus the Lakers. Uh plus four. I got OKC. I ain't going to lie to you. I got OKC covering that and winning. Oh. That, that, I feel like that's an easy dub because they just came off a loss. That's an easy dub. Cause Shane, nah, dub. It's, like I said, it sounds good until all of a sudden AD turned into a shell of himself. Everybody else put up 10 to 15 points. And no, nobody AD cares got about now. AD. It's the Austin Reeves show. He, Austin he's on his, Reeves, are you serious? He's on his Austin Reeves. He's on his insanity run. AR fifteen, lighting <laughs> oh, it up. You're so nasty. I get. It. I I wholeheartedly understand what you're saying. You're nasty. You're nasty. Oh, AR fifteen. AR fifteen. AR fifteen. You're you're na- you're nasty. I'm not gonna lie to you, sir. Listen, he he started looking at he started looking at AD like, listen, man, you'll be here. Getting yelled at on the sideline by Braun. Give me the ball. You're nasty. I'm not gonna lie to you. You're nasty, but I understand. 80s fucking dude. He freaking stinks. Because <laughs> I was about to get real. I was get about to get real PG in this thing. 80 stinks. Listen. Can't stand to watch AD play basketball no more. Like I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know if I'm gonna get. 35 and 15, or I'm going to get 12 and 6. It is very wildly inconsistent. Wildly inconsistent. Man, so y'all got some good ones here. So really it's down to is, because I agree with these top two picks on each of your cards. So it's really, is Trey Murphy going to get over 14 and a half points against the Clippers, or is OKC going to get plus four and a half on the spread. That's really what I'm debating right now. Mm. Oh. I don't know. 
That's funny. You know what? You know what? Not scratch that. Cause that I they just notified that he Trey Murphy is is questionable for Saturday. That literally just happened an hour ago because of toe irritation. What the heck? All right, yeah. All right, Coach Pace. I'm gonna pick your card for people to go with, <laughs> just in case. Just in case. Uh, Bro, that literally happened out of nowhere. That must have happened like practice or something. Nah, it did. It did, bro. It, it's it's some BS because that that's that's how I look at NBA games. Like money lines, it'd be like, all right, so who's healthy? It'd be virtually who's healthy. Yeah, and a toe injury, even if he does play, he's definitely gonna be slowed down with that. So, um, yeah, definitely go with the OKC, uh, Gonzaga, and and um Kansas State. So there you have it. Another show in the books, fellas. Thank y'all for your expertise and always a good time. For those of you listening, we appreciate y'all stepping into the coach's box. Enjoy the rest of March Madness. We'll be back next week with some more heat. Stay blessed. Stay safe, y'all. Peace.